What are you using your assets for in your business? Hello, thank you for joining us. This is What Counts, a podcast created by Trailblazer Consulting. Here we highlight proven solutions developed through our experience working with companies across various industries, and we talk about how you can apply these solutions to your company. We share our experience solving information management challenges like creating and implementing a records retention schedule, creating an asset data hierarchy, or helping with email management. This is Lee. And in this episode, Moore and I will ask, what are you using your assets for and are they a revenue generating part of your business? How do you feel about that, Moore? I think that's one of the most important things when it comes to asset data, because it's all great to be just sort of altruistic. We're going to build these assets and have this physical infrastructure out there and we're going to, we know how we built it. We know how to depreciate it. We know how to take care of it because those are the things that we've talked about already, capital projects to improve or build something new that's a physical asset. And then the the depreciation infrastructure, the depreciation and tax side of it from a finance perspective and the very important maintenance and operations piece from a daily day-to-day perspective. But the why is really important. Why do you even have these assets? Are you providing a public service, in which case you have a a different formula for how you manage cost versus profit? Um, If you're a public utility, you don't get to make any profit, but you still want to cover your cost. And part of those costs is making sure that you are continuing to upgrade and maintain the assets over time so that you don't have catastrophic failures at some point. But in the commercial space, you're in business to make money, generally. Whatever type of business it is, you're in business to make money. So if you're in an infrastructure-heavy business, those assets are a big part of your revenue generation plan. So a couple of different examples. We worked for an airport, a large international airport. And one of the interesting aspects, one of the more interesting things that I learned working there is about the way that the retail space is managed. It's not owned by the airport. The space is part of the terminal structure, but that each area, each room, each store is actually rented out through a commercial agreement with whatever the retailer is or the food outlet is. And so when you look at, okay, we have this space, we are maintaining this space as part of our overall asset management plan, but are we making money off of this space that comes from the commercial agreement that's in place? And you want to look across the whole business, not one store at a time, but also you want every store to be making money. And so it's partially, it's just a pure commercial transaction. How much do you charge for the rent? How much do the, you know, the lessees pay for utilities or maintenance support? What do you let them do versus what do you have to do because you're responsible for the whole asset base in the airport? But is the airport performing? How much of the revenue of the airport is generated from that commercial space. So you have to be able to know, here are all our commercial contracts and here are the spaces and assets in the airport that are affected or are part of that commercial contract. Go to a different industry, oil and gas midstream pipeline industry. Everything about that pipeline is to move gas from wellhead to distribution point and you likely have a one customer on the wellhead side who's the producer and a different customer on the other side who's going to take it and 
do other things with it. And so all of your money is about the performance of that pipeline and how those trades are working, how much volume is moving, how much you're getting per you know cubic foot moved through the pipe, how much downtime to repair or replace a part of your gas gathering system is going to affect your commercial uh, performance there. So you need to understand how each piece of your asset puzzle contributes to your commercial business and being able to do that traceability of this commercial contract affects this gas gathering system, which has these 27 different pipe segments in it, or these different um, compressor stations and fractionation stations and all the different pieces of it. And you want to understand how do those assets relate to those contracts? What do you think so far? No, I'm following. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I don't have a question yet. Well, we've seen some clients who've struggled with doing that tracing from commercial contract to physical asset. So in the renewable space, for instance, you have wind farms and you have solar farms, big utility scale wind and solar farms. And you've got the, the PPAs, the power purchase agreements, which are agreements between you and a commercial organization or a utility or connecting to the grid. How are you selling the power that is being generated off of the wind farm, off of the solar farm? And the maintenance of it and the building of it, the development piece, all of it has to be traced from the very beginning of we think we're going to build a solar farm through we've built 10,000 solar panels, we put them in place and they're running. And we have 15 different power purchase agreements that are sending power from this solar farm to three commercial institutions and in three cities and to this big utility. And we're, we've got those all in place. And every one of them is affected by okay, there was a big storm and the solar panels were less, less efficient that day, or there was a sandstorm and the solar panels are now dirty and they're all less efficient. And being able to trace what's happened to the physical assets, to the impact on we're not producing the amount of power that we promised in the power purchase agreement. And if we drop, drop below a thir certain threshold, does the price go down? Is there some other impact? Being able to do that tracing is hard if you're managing contracts as documents in a document storage unit somewhere, not paper, but electronic documents. They're on a SharePoint site, on a file share, organized by the name of the other side, the name of the utility that's on the other side of the agreement versus you've got a work order system that might be a computer, you know, a CMMS, a true work order system, but it also might not. It might be a spreadsheet that's kept at each location because solar panels don't break down that often. And your project development piece where you said we're going to be able to produce X megawatts and, and make this much money off of it, that's all done in a gigantic Excel model that nobody ever goes back and looks at. So being able to look at that whole life cycle of are you making the money that you planned out of this project? Is your solar farm living up to the uptime that you planned? Is it costing more in maintenance than you'd built in? And are you getting the revenue out of it that you wanted? That's true for every asset heavy, infrastructure heavy industry, whether it's an airport, a gas pipeline, or a renewable energy company.
Well, I see your point. And it's kind of like what we talked about one of the other episodes where we started with piecing the handshake together of the data and the assets. And you need this piece and you need to understand where this piece came from. And then we kind of broadened that to worldwide <laughs> distribution channels, right? Because we need to know where the steel is coming from that made the bolt that did that made the generator and so forth and so on. But let me not get off topic. It's all of these pieces do relate to is your asset functioning properly? Is it making you the optimal amount of revenue that it can be making you, making an organization? It does. And which part of your asset base is going to have an impact on which commercial contract is, is the last piece of this puzzle we're talking about here. Because every contract isn't affected by every asset in your business. Some contracts are affected by a solar panel, a solar farm, but other contracts are tied to a wind farm. Some contracts in your gas gathering system world are attached to this big pipeline that goes from Texas to Oklahoma. This other contracts are attached to an area where there's a lot of wells and a lot of gas being gathered, but you're only taking it to the next step and it becomes compressed and it goes out as liquefied natural gas or other things. So there's a lot of different options in, there's a lot of variation, not options. There's a lot of variation in the way each commercial contract is written and how it relates to a certain part of your asset base. And so understanding how big is your exposure, how many contracts are depending on this part of your asset base being optimally operating at all times is going to help you drive your your attention to make sure this part of your asset base is going to always be maintained because it's got to support 80% of your contracts. And if it goes down, you're in big trouble. So being able to make those connections is something that with this asset data approach, where you look at the IDs that we've been talking about and how does a contract, a contract has an ID and it, and it should be connected, associated with all of the asset IDs that are in whatever the asset base is that's part of that contract. And when you write the contract, you know what those are. You're, you're writing a contract to send gas through a certain pipeline. You're writing a contract to pull power off of a certain wind farm. After the fact, when you go back to that contract to figure out what happened, it's much harder to do that tracing to those assets if you haven't set up that association at the beginning. That's one of the powerful things that you can do with an asset data management approach to the commercial side of your business. Well, you said asset data management approach. That's great. But I think this tees up a series on contract management for sure. A series of episodes that we could talk about contract management. Absolutely. We could go in a couple of different ways. And contract management is another deep and important subject that I'm sure we are going to dive into in the future. So stay tuned. Awesome. I think that's that's a wrap for today. Yes, you agree? All right. Nice. He's a nod, head nodding. That's good. If you have any questions, please send us an email at info at trailblazer.us.com or look us up on the web at www.trailblazer.us.com. Thank you for listening and please tune in to our next episode. Also, if you like this episode, please be a champion and share it with people in your social media network. As always, we appreciate you, the listeners. Special thanks goes to Jason Blake, who created our music. Thanks, everyone. See you next time.